my name's Lania Nafahu. I'm from Arizona. Um, I'm a mother of four. I'm going to tell you guys a story about a dark time in my life when I was under the influence about seven years ago, and I um, went to my mother's house. I had nowhere to go, and so I was thinking, oh, my mom's going to let me in. She's just going to, you know, not turn her daughter away, you know? And I believe it was in November, snowing, and I had three bags with me, and I was walking to her house. And when I got there, it was like 2 in the morning, and I knocked on her door, and I was like waiting, just waiting patiently because I knew she was sleeping, and she woke up, and she opened the door, and I was like, are you going to let me in? And she would not let me in. My mother was like, no, Lania, you're under the influence. Um, I can't have you in my house. And she closed the door on me. And I never thought that that would happen in my life. And so as I stood there, I was just like in awe, like, like so heartbroken. And so I had nowhere to go. And I just remember walking down Old Seward Highway. And it was like snowing, like really, really hard. And it was like the worst feeling in the world. And as I was walking, though, there was a, a thought that came to my head because in this dark time, I also remembered another time in my life when I had a family and I had a house of my own. I owned my own four-bedroom home in Arizona. Um, I was very family-orientated. I went to church every Sunday with my kids. I had three cars. I woke my kids up morning to pray with their father before he would go to work. I did family prayer. I did family home evening with my kids. I went to church every Sunday. I ironed my clothes Saturday so that my clothes would be ready for Sunday. I was very family oriented and I taught five years in the Mormon church. So for me to be under the influence walking down Old Seward Highway, having nowhere to go and just be so heartbroken that my own mom wouldn't even let me into her house because of the way of my life, it, it's, it was just unbelievable that that happened to me. And now, in my life that I'm living now, I know I won't ever live that life, you know. But it's a working progress because now I'm working with Partners for Progress. I've been with them for over six months. Um, I actually uh, help people like me to go to meetings. Uh, Jeff is my boss. He gave me the opportunity. I work with that wing place. I've been working there since last year. He gave me the opportunity. So um, I, I work two jobs. I am in treatment. And um, other than that, I go to outside meetings. I, I highly support people like me uh, that need help. If there's people that, when I was staying at the Daniel house that Partners for Progress put me in, um, there's a lot of men who don't know where meetings are around town. And so the house guy asked me if I can, you know, because he knew I went to meetings every day, if I could help these men get to their meetings. And so I've actually become like a, as you say, role model for the, uh, for the people like me. And so I attend meetings on a daily basis if, I, if willing, if work allows it. But... I'm sorry, I'm really nervous right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting to talk second, but uh, so yeah, Partners for Progress has been awesome. Um, I've been in the program over six months. They're like, 
Uh, you're already done. You can move out. You don't need to stay here no more. <laughs> I told him, I said, uh, I need to come check in weekly. Can I still come check in? It's like part of my routine. And they're like, but, you know, you graduated. <laughs> and so I feel like uh, I still go in weekly to do my weekly check-ins because it's part of my routine. And it helps me through what I need to get through on my uh, daily daily uh, routine that I have. But um, they've been awesome. They just paid my rent. I have my own place. So I've been in my own place for two weeks now, thanks to Partners for Progress. And... Um, it's just, it's just really helped me, you know, because uh, when you get out of jail, it's not like people say, here, here's an apartment, here's a job for you, you know, you got this. <laughs> no, it, you have to work for everything you get. But um, Partners for Progress have been really, really great. Megan, she's been awesome. Uh, I, I think I've uh, told the story like seven different times. <laughs> this is my first time on a stage, so, um, but... <laughs> I, I'm really grateful to be here. Um, I got the opportunity last week through Partners for Progress to talk um, with, the, with the youth at a school for um, kids that have been getting in trouble for misdemeanors. And they gave me the opportunity to go tell my story over there. So it's been really good, you know. Um, I've just been reaching out to the community more, you know, as I go through my own uh, treatment and my own working progress through um, Partners for Progress. It's an awesome place, you know. And every time I meet somebody, like, in one of my treatments, I'm like, oh, go to Partners for Progress. They'll put you in a transitional living. They'll, they'll help you with bus passes. You know, I'm like, I'm like a sponsor for them. <laughs> I told them they need to make some shirts to say, we, we support Partners for Progress, you know. <laughs> but um, I just want to thank you all for letting me uh, come and talk. <laughs> and that's all I have to say. <laughs>